Indian and cowboy, indigenous, independent, and listener-supported, rooted firmly at the intersection between digital media, podcasting, and indigenous storytelling. Welcome to Odapensu Square Wa Kitsukisa Cook Meiti in Space. Molly Swin Tsiagasan. Chelsea Valhu Tsiagasan. Otu Squanek Nitotsin. Mantusakai Nitotsin. Great. Welcome to kind of like the inception of the sh- it's pretty meta cast or something yeah, yeah. well because we don't go deeper we go meta yeah, yeah we're commenting meta. on common tators terry teens yeah it's fun it's it, yeah it's gonna be fun i have no idea how this is gonna work no it's a, i'm it's, very confused it's gonna be very very interesting um but before we get into it uh first we wanted to just let you guys know that uh, indian okay. and cowboy just celebrated its first year anniversary it's which first is wicked. birthday yeah happy b-day yeah Yay! Um, which is kind of a big deal because this is like the first independent um, indigenous, you know, media network, uh, and as far as I know, pretty much the only one. Um, so there's going to be a bunch of new podcasts that are coming that we're definitely going to check out. We hope you check out um, Indigenous Futurisms. Indigenous really? Futurisms. That is going to be so so wicked. I'm assuming that Elizabeth Lafonse is heavily involved in that. I hope so. Yeah. I mean, you would hope. Yeah. I would hope. Yeah. Uh, so that's going to be really really cool. Um, then Native Appropriations. Get, she's getting her own podcast. She's going to be podcasting. So yeah. that's going to be sweet. Super exciting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and a bunch of other things are coming too. So it, it's, it's yeah, it's going to be pretty wicked. Yeah. So there's like already an entire year's worth of content yeah. out there from Indian and Cowboy. And it's all on iTunes. Or at least like a bunch of it's on iTunes. Yeah, a lot of, it, of it's not on iTunes. Some of it's on iTunes. Some of it's not. But yeah. it's all available through IndianandCowboy.com. Yeah. And really, like this is all listener supported. Like we're not getting funding. Nobody's getting funded for this. Nobody gives a shit about Indigenous Network. Yeah. Uh, media, anything. So. Uh, it would be really, really awesome if you could like zip over to Patreon. You can get through, uh, you can go to the donate page on uh, Indian and Cowboy, and you can literally donate as as little as a dollar a month. I mean, it's a, you know it kind of sets it at five, but you can you can choose to just you know donate a buck a month, you know one one dollar a month, and that helps support all of the shows, uh, which would be really, really awesome if we could like you know get this going. So, yeah. So yeah, sweet. Do, do the thing. Do the thing. Like seriously, yeah. I mean, a buck. A buck is nothing. A buck's nothing. Yeah, right. that's like a donut. That's yeah, it's a donut. Just do it. Do you know, thing. you don't you don't need a donut every day of the month. <laughs> just take one day. You know, just one day for yourself. <laughs> one donut free day. Yeah, there you go. Don't go donut free for donut free day once a month and give that to Indian and Cowboy. Go instead. donut free and instead donate. Ho ho. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Anyway, uh, we're, we're back on the wine. Oh, yeah, we are. Oh, oh yes, we let's are. Clink her oh, out. cheers. Cheers. Mm. Top wet. Mm-hmm. This is real nice. This is a real nice one. It's, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it, it's got a bit of a, like, tapers off at the end there. And it, yeah, it does. Not much aftertaste. It, mm-hmm. it, I gotta admit, it kind of tastes like a little bit like watered-down Kool-Aid. But it's good. Yeah, it's sweet. It's very sweet. Yeah, it's a little bit sweet, mm-hmm. but it's, it's, I, I, I'm handling it. Yeah. And that's what's important. Yeah. Uh, I mean, do you want to introduce it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so Molly found a wine called Downton Abbey, which, uh, you know, if you're a fan of the show, um, you know, you'd be excited about it. It's got the picture of, of, of the manor there and everything. It's a Bordeaux. Wait, that's that's actually from yeah, the show? Yeah, that's Downton Abbey. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which is, it's not the, you know, it's, it's basically like an Edwardian soap opera. Uh, and, and I never thought I'd watch it, but I, you know, I gave it a shot because everybody 
was talking about it. It's, it's kind of ridiculously addictive. Um, okay, so on the back, it says, Quand Monsieur Carson décante une bouteille de vin pour Lord et Lady Grantham, on peut être certain que c'est un bon Bordeaux claré, une vin de choix pour l'aristocratie britannique de l'Angleterre douadienne. Ce vin de Bordeaux est issu de la célèbre région de France entre deux mers. Fait dans le style classique de Bordeaux, ce vin élégant et moyennement corsé avec des arômes fruités et une finie soyeux. Savourez un verre qui vous ramène à un neige oublié, peut-être pendant un des week-ends. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you're British aristocracy, you don't have a weekend. <laughs> Every day is a weekend. Right. right. Give me a break. I love it when other people decant my wine for me. Yes. <laughs> So we decided. Me. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying Grantham. to figure. Lord yeah. Lady Grantham. I'm, well, Lady Grantham. Yeah, Lord Grantham. Cheers. Thanks. Mm, proud of. Uh, so yeah, so we decided that uh, you know this usually we like our wines to tie into the show a little bit. So just we we're not going to give away too much now. But I've decided that Downton Abbey is where the bad guy has his lair. That's it. That's Great. the tie-in. Cool. Yeah, and I've decided that because. This wine is not actually from England, apparently, <laughs> uh, but apparently it takes place in England or is English-themed. English-themed. Uh, and this show, for some yeah, that's true. God knows why reason, is it's, also English-themed. Yep. Uh, that's that's my tie-in. There we go. There we go. So okay. whether or not you're a fan of Abbey, this, this wine's pretty good. It it's is. It's pretty good. It's it like is pretty good. Really easy drinking. Yeah, yeah. That's you know, thing. Which I think when you're British aristocracy, you want something that's right, easy Right, right. You, you don't want to get too sloshed. You don't want to. You don't want to have too much of an aftertaste. Yeah, blowing it into the into the servants' faces when yeah. you're ordering them. Because you know that they'll just be judging you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay, so Bali, why don't you tell us about this wonderful show that we watched? So this is actually the first time I've ever seen this show. Although I think, like, you know, if you're like me and you haven't seen it, everybody and their dog has been telling you to watch it for the past 15 years. Uh, so we are watching Mystery Science Theater 3000, uh, and we'll talk about what that show is in a little bit because it's not your average show. And we're watching an episode uh, from the 10th season called Puma Man. Uh, so Puma Man uh, is Professor Tony Farms, whose name I did not even know until the very end. Yeah. I so anyway. I know. I anyway, sorry. Professor Tony Farms discovers that he is really Puma Man, <laughs> a superhero who is descended from the gods. Together with an Aztec priest, they try to thwart the plans of cobras, who is in possession of the sacred Puma mask and plans to hypnotize the government leaders with it and take over the world. <laughs> yes. So, yes. Uh, Mystery Science Theater 3000 is kind of like what we do. You know, it, they yeah, sit it around and, and they watch movies and they comment on it, which is how me and my youngest sibling are. Like, we, we can't watch movies with anybody because when we watch movies, we make running commentary like that and drives yeah. everybody just up the wall. Uh, but I think it's great. So I really, I've always liked the show. What I didn't realize, because I haven't, I haven't watched it in quite some time, is that there's also, like, a backstory to the show itself. Like, to the, you know, the common, the, the people watching the show, the commentators, the, the human and the robots. They're like, there's a story about them. And I guess we just, like, that's when we were getting our snacks. You know, when, when I, I mean, was watching it, you know, as a teenager. Like, yeah. we, I never paid attention to any of that. So I didn't realize that was a thing. Well, I mean, the thing, like, I'm kind of not surprised because it's extremely boring in between the times when they're watching the yeah. movie. Yeah. It's really bad. It's not funny. No, they're not it's funny. It's not compelling. You have no idea what's going on and you don't care. Yeah. But then as soon as they sit down to watch the movie, it is hysterical. Right. It's weird. Like, the it's contrast. total dissonance. Yeah. yeah. Their their background story and the stuff they do in between the movie and stuff, like, just yawn. But I there were times I had to actually stop this because I was, like, I was choking on my laughter. Yeah. I was, I was actually crying tears. Yes. 15 minutes in. They're so funny. So hard. Oh, so they take these B-movies, right? And Real B-movies. Like, like these aren't made-up B-movies. These are no. real B-movies. These are horrible, watch. horrible movies. Yeah. And the only way that you can watch them is by making fun of them like that. But I think I think if we had tried to watch Puma Man without, like, out, outside of this context, just, like, straight Puma Man, no commentary, we would have died. I know. It was so awful. It was so bad. It wasn't even just bad in, like, its contents. It was bad in, like, the pacing. It was bad in the acting. It was just, it was boring, but, like, also obviously very offensive. Yeah, and the only thing that made it bearable was Mystery Science Theater 3000. Yeah. So thanks. You know, it's like they they, they sort of, like, were a shield between us and the awfulness of, of Puma Man. Yeah, totally. They were, like, a filter. Yeah. 
okay. really, a really nice filter. A really great, hilarious filter. So yeah. some of the stuff we're going to talk about is, like, from the movie, and some of the stuff we're going to talk about is, like, the comments that they made, because some of them were just great. Yeah, and sometimes and, you can't, like, everything's kind of, like, it's moving along at the pace of the film, so yeah. you kind of, like, you only catch one half <laughs> or the other half. Right, you're only paying attention to it. So, yeah, so the... The plot might seem choppy, and yeah. probably like ninety percent of that is because the plot is the plot is so what uh, you don't even know. But um, it's like net. It's a net. Yeah. So, so I started out actually writing down notes on kind of the things that were happening in between, mm-hmm. which I then kind of very quickly realized I wasn't going to bother. Yeah, no point. It sucks. Yeah. Uh, so uh, basically, uh, they're forced to watch these movies apparently by like this evil woman who like chases them around in a Winnebago or something, it's or a, a Volkswagen. It's a Volkswagen. Yeah. It's a, Sorry, yeah. it's a Volkswagen. Um, so, they're watching a movie about an ancient Aztec legend that tells of a god who descended to Earth from the stars at the dawn of time and becomes the father of the first Puma man. Yeah. So, automatically, indigenous and aliens yeah. together Are linked again. inextricably, yeah. as, as they must be. And, you know, we were saying that this movie would be awesome if indigenous people took it and oh, like, yeah. refilmed it. It would be so badass. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. who doesn't want that? Right? It could be really cool. Think about Puma Man. You know, like, but but the Puma Man in this is, like, so, like, not even remotely. Like, it's it's like they've never, they didn't even, well, I mean, this was made, what, like, in the, was it 1980, you said? 80, yeah. Okay, so they didn't have Wikipedia, so, I mean, and they didn't have their Encyclopedia Britannica. So they just never, like, bothered to look at what a Puma is. I think they thought a Puma was, like, some sort of bird. <laughs> yeah, like right? a bird with talons or something. Yeah, a bird yeah. with, like, cat claws. Yeah, because, yeah. yeah, the Puma Man actually like spends a, a lot of time literally clawing at the air. Yeah. And, like, clawing at, like, bricks and <laughs> clawing at cars <laughs> and, like, flying at things with his claws at, like, but uh, it's just his fingers. Anyway. So, this, this huge <laughs> sphere, the, the, the alien ship was kind of cool looking. Uh, obviously, like, I don't know, influenced by, uh, by, 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 by Star Wars. Mm-hmm. You know, like, it's just, yeah. Um, yeah the Christmas ornament of the gods, <laughs> right. I say. So it floats down, um, and it leaves this golden mask, and on this, like, alien PA system, it tells the legend that we just recounted to you, mm-hmm. okay, uh, really loudly. And, uh, and and the great thing is, so there's still, the credits are still rolling, and the comments are like, he's like, well, there are a couple Aztec names for you, and it was like, <laughs> these, like, really, like, Italian names or something. Yeah. This was, this was <laughs> that, like, classic, like, I guess it's now like a spaghetti sci-fi or something, you know? Like that classic, you know, the Aztec is obviously not actually an Aztec. Yeah. Probably Italian. We didn't bother looking it up. Right. He And, and he seems to have uh, like gigantism, I think. Mm-hmm. Like just based on, on, on how he looks, he really reminded me of Andre the Giant. Like just yeah. his facial features and, and the proportions. Just very big proportions. Yeah. Huge guy. Yeah, Huge yeah. Huge guy. Um, and yeah, he's the best though. He's like, out of all these characters, which is like not saying a lot. I know, but he's, he's definitely the best. Yeah. And then, so you, 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 you see this woman, uh, this blonde curly hair and everything, you know, beautiful or whatever. And <laughs> she's, she's staring at the mask with a magnifying glass and they're like, oh, this mirror doesn't work. And they mock her a lot, right? Yeah. It's, it's she's great. like super mockable. But she's all dressed in like this, like black leather outfit. Full leather. Yeah. Everybody like... Half the characters in this show or in this movie are just wearing these full leather suits with the huge shoulder pads, yeah, which I kind of liked at first. I was like, "Wait, maybe this is like far into the future," because we weren't sure yeah. yet, like when was when this was. So, her and these two bad guys are in the full leather outfits, and I'm like, "Cool, maybe this is like you know, yeah, like really far future." Yeah. I was like, "All right, you know," but no, no. So she's reading an inscription, um, and she's she's kind of telling these two other guys in the leather about it. Uh, it's, this is an Ad, Ad, Aztec inscription of a man with the blood of a god in his veins from outer space, a puma man. I think they use the word puma man at least 500 times. Yeah, it gets said so often. Like, guess, guess who you are? You are the puma man. Use the powers of the puma, because you are the puma man. Right. I am the puma man, and my son will be the puma man's son, who will one day be the puma man. Like, it's yeah. really bad. Yeah. Uh, so, so every time there was a, like a gap in the dialogue, they threw in Puma Man. Or if you were, you know, depending on who you are, you would pronounce it Puma Man. Puma Man. Ooh. Yeah. And so Donald Pleasance is, Sir Donald Pleasance, is the, one of the bad, is like the main baddie, right? And he, so he was, um, he was the bad guy who's number one in You Only, You Only Live Twice. Yeah, James Bond. Right, so he's the one that uh, that uh, I was just calling Goldfinger. I know he's not Goldfinger, no, he's not Goldfinger. He's, but I was just calling number him one with the scar. He he's the one with the scar across his eye. The one that uh, Mike Myers makes fun of. Oh yeah, in his awful movies. Yeah, I mean his wonderful movies. No, they're awful. I hate his movies. But uh, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. So kind of balding with the scar across his eye. And but he's scarless in this. So he yeah. he's in this. He's the bad guy. Mm-hmm. Um and his acting talents are completely wasted in this film. So I, I don't think Donald so. It's great. Uh so uh, this you know, this blonde woman whose name I never catch it's like Janet or I don't something know, whatever I'm just uh, Blondie yeah uh, you know the, the second part of this inscription is whoever desecrates the Puma God image will be destroyed in turn by the Puma Man and then she opens up the back of the statue and there's this totally badass circuit board inside yeah it looks cool yeah and it, yeah. she's like this is incredible technology like now we have living proof that like humans were visited by aliens and you know one of these evil guys goes you're never going to tell anyone and she's like no we have to and then. She, she, he's like, no, we're mind-controlling you. Yeah, yeah. And then she gets mind-controlled. Right. And this kind of came out of nowhere for us, but becomes yeah. a theme in the movie. But yeah, before before that happens, before she gets mind-controlled, um, you know, she was saying, like, it's it's like the legends. And one of the bad guys uh, was like, there's more truth in legends than history. And then they were like, there's more salt in ham than in turkey. <laughs> <laughs> and I laughed, and I laughed. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, the alien technology... Um, and the way that you get hypnotized is Baldy Batty, Donald Pleasance, goes behind the mask and kind of like peekaboos from behind it and, and stares at you and then everything goes all wobbly and your face goes blank and you're controlled. controlled. Yeah. Uh, and so these are, this is kind of like happening, uh, and then they, you know, they're kind of like in this museum with the mask and then they take the mask obviously to the hideout, I guess. Yeah. You never really see that and... The comment is, it's S&M day at the Field Museum. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then they're, okay, this oh, is weird, because they're they're looking, they, they, there's this, like, uh, stand that they have the, the mask on, and then there's, like, this these shelves around it, and uh, and Donald Pleasance, like, stares at the shelf, and the woman's head appears. Yeah. We're like, that's what? not really explained. No, it's really bizarre. It's like, so once you're controlled, your you head get, like, shows your up. Your head, yeah. Like a fake... Like a, a ceramic, really head. creepy looking version of your own head. Yeah, it just shows up and then he puts some wires in it and he can control you at a distance. Yeah. Um, yes. But I didn't even understand that much yet because I didn't see any of the other heads. I just saw her head. Yeah, like, you what? only see her head. Yeah. You're, you're like, okay. Uh, so then they're all discussing uh, how they're going to rule humanity with the mask. And then all of a sudden it cuts out of nowhere. It cuts to these dudes getting pushed out of buildings. Yeah. One after another, like thrown out the window. Yeah. Defenestrated, my favorite yeah. word. And, and, uh, but, like, not only are they pushed out of buildings, but also, like, every single time somebody's pushed out of a building, they're falling, and they're like, ah, I'm falling, and then there's a camera pointing at them. Yeah, the graphics are so bad. And somebody's, like, taking pictures of all of them falling, and mm-hmm. then you see a headline, fourth American killed in, you know, four days or whatever. So we, we think what happened was, is they must be, like, um, when they were watching this movie for, for the, the Mystery Science Theater 3000, they must have, like, shortened it and cut things out. Yeah. Um, because things happen that we never saw them talk about, or it could just be really that, maybe that's the way the movie was. Maybe it's that bad, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, it's hard to say. But yeah, just like, boom, uh, you're in the bad guy's lair, and then people are being thrown out of windows, like, I don't know. Yeah. That was confusing. Yeah. And, but, but wait, it makes sense later on. It makes sense later on in this really creepy way. Yeah. So then it cuts to the Aztec. I call him the unibrow. I, yeah, I never got his name. It's his name. Oh, it's his, like Vittorio or something. Yeah, I got it written here somewhere. When it, when I come across it, I'll be like, I'll 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 say it out. Okay. So uh, the Aztec is like hiding behind this tree, like watching this guy jogging in like this full yellow jogging suit. And unfortunately, the guy in the full yellow banana jogging suit <laughs> is the Puma Man. Yeah, is the hero. And so he's, like, working out, and he gets back to his office, and he's a paleontologist, and his boss is yelling at him, like, you're not supposed to work out when you're, you know, supposed to be working on bone stuff, and... and then he grabs his head, and he's yeah. like, oh! And he, like, kind of, like, staggers a little bit, and the boss is like, what's going on? And he's like, I get this way when I sense danger. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, don't you? I'd like, I, I'm not a Puma Man, right? We've discussed True. before that when I try to turn into an animal, it's it's a pigeon, and you know, oh. that's a noble beast. Yeah, Pigeon Man. Uh, right. There's and a place for Pigeon Man. Pigeons are aware of danger, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, they know when a foot is swinging towards them. So pigeons, you know, pigeons sense danger. So every once in a while when I know, when, I, when somebody's right in front of me and I see that they're going to kick me as their foot comes swinging towards me, I grab my head and I go, oh, I, I get like this when I sense danger. Yeah. See, I, I don't have, I haven't, like, I guess, cultivated my power that much. Mm. I, I just get kind of itchy when I sense that somebody's going to inconvenience me. <laughs> so, 
you know, maybe maybe I'll get to your level one day, right? And Puma Man's level, but yeah. I'm not I'm not quite you're, there. Yet. You, your sense your senses have to become extremely heightened yeah. to, to notice when somebody's in front of you trying to kick you. Yeah, danger. All right. Yes. Um, <laughs> so then we have scientist guy Puma Man mm. who's sitting down at a desk and he's got these little skeletons around and and uh, he's writing and the commentary is Fluffy seems to be eating less and less and getting skinnier and skinnier. <laughs> so it was like cat skeletons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, way funnier than the actual oh, movie. That's so good. Uh, yeah. So the Aztec walks in. <laughs> And just kind of like describe his aesthetic. Oh god, the aesthetic is so boring. Everybody's wearing khakis, like yeah. fucking yeah. khaki slacks. Firstly, like, can we just have a moratorium on khaki mm-hmm. slacks, please? For mm-hmm. the love of Satan, just <laughs> throw out your khaki slacks, burn them. I don't care. Like, cut them up and like use them to make khaki slacks for your kids' dolls or something. Just don't <laughs> wear them yourself anymore. So Whoa. everybody, if you're not wearing shiny leather, you're wearing khaki slacks in this movie. Yeah. And so the Aztec is wearing khaki slacks and this, like, kind of, like, boring maroon v-neck yeah, long yeah. sleeve shirt with, I guess... Like a vaguely as indigenous-looking like, embroidery or collar thing. It kind of looks Celtic to me. Yeah, like, yeah. It's, I guess this is what happens when you know. get Italians to do a movie about, about Aztecs, Aztecs in, England. in England. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. The, aesthetic, the, yeah, the aesthetic just gets bad. <laughs> so the Aztec walks in, looks around really shiftily. Yeah. You know, like, looks this around. This is why 7-Eleven only allows three Aztecs at any one time. <laughs> so, it, like, he looks like he's going to just come in and steal something, and then he does. He just steals a bone, and he, he does just, it, like, like so, like, bone. He, like he, he, like, looks, he's such a heat score. He's, like, looking at the guy, takes <laughs> the bone, and then, like, really furtively, like, runs out. He <laughs> <laughs> runs out, yeah. and then, so Puma Man's, like, oh, my God, and, like, Runs after him, but he's disappeared. Yeah. And, you know, and this is this is the thing with the Aztec. The Aztec just kind of, like, you know, kind of, like, less so as he gets less mysterious and Puma Man takes on his powers, but, like, he's totally the mysterious Indian for yeah. the first, like, good 45 minutes. Yeah, for a long time. The one who's there to, like, you know, guide the white guy. Yeah, super mystical. In, in, yeah, in every way. Yeah, so uh, Puma Man's running around, or Tony, I guess, he's still Tony, uh, and, like, is like looking around for him, and then Puma Man appears behind him and throws him out a window. No, not Puma Man, the, the oh, Aztec. Aztec. Yeah, the yeah. Aztec. behind him and just pushes him just out of the window. Throws out him out of the window. Like we're like, what? Like, is this this guy just has like a defenestration fetish? Like, like what? Uh, and then so uh, so the the scientist is falling, and it's like three stories. He's like, ah, and he lands, and he doesn't die. And then He's not we even see, hurt. No, and then we see Unibrow Aztec running down. Uh, and, and he and he's like, you are the Puma Man. Like, what? You're the Puma yeah. Man because you didn't die. So he was just testing all those people. Yeah. He's like, which means that there's literally some, <laughs> like, terrifying native man running around just killing random white dudes. Yes. Which you know, okay. You know what? There, okay, <laughs> let's explore that for a little bit. So, oh my goodness, we've seen over and over again that there is this theme where white guys, um, you know, become more spiritual, more, you know, they're able to embrace their inner Indian, um, and 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 they're brought to sort of this this grand understanding through the help of of a mystical Indian, right? Mm-hmm. So, what if, what if you know, like we we know that that's a need. Right, we know that that's that these tropes don't come from nowhere. So this is obviously a need that white guys have. So I see this as an essential service. So mm. I think we should actually start a business where we recruit big native guys to just go around and defenestrate white guys and and see who doesn't die. And then those those white guys who don't die, they're the ones who can get the Indian names. They're the ones who can like be you know become Bear Clan. Like you yeah, know, you know I I have, I think you've got something there. right. I think right. you've got something here. You know, if you're going to have a bunch of these, like, fake shamans... Right. You know, like, killing people in, like, really gross Crappy fake sweat lodges... And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then, you know, why, why can't we just capitalize on this a little bit? I, you know, everybody's, you know, everybody's making money but ass, so... Yeah. You know, like... Yeah, so if you're a big, beefy native dude... Yeah, and you, you want to like, throw white guys out of windows... And you're looking for some extra cash... Hey. Get in touch. Yeah. We, have know. we got a job for you? No, indeed. Okay. But I like... I kind of... I like the thing... With the Aztec throwing people out of windows, because the other thing about it too is, it's not something that we've seen before. But yeah. like the the flip side of the whole like a white dude finding himself through this like native mysticism thing is that you can only do it if you're the worthy one. Yeah, yeah. 
but you never see what happens to the people that aren't worthy. Right. True, true. Yeah. And and this time we saw they just they, they splat. Just they, die. They just went splat. Not only that, it's not like you know, realistically probably none of these English dudes were even seeking yeah, well, he you know, wasn't, right? Well, None exactly. of them were seeking it. Yeah, exactly. But it's, so it's, it's like, a need they all have. Yeah, so it's like death can come at you, you know, anytime maybe, from any native man. Maybe we would have less white guys showing up at powwow dressed in, like, ridiculous mishmash of clothing, um, you know, pretending to be called, like, sacred white eagle or uh, whatever, if they knew that... You know the the penalty for failure, the penalty for failing mm. to become like the super Indian, is getting thrown out a window and going splat. Oh my god! I bet you if we spread this information more, we'd oh. have less of that kind of thing going on. Yeah, we could we could outsource it to Germany. Oh, we could send yes. a, like a field agent to Germany during oh. their weird ass fake powwows. Yes. Yeah. And that, I mean that that could be like the training area for the whole world, right? Like Germany is kind of exactly. like yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's just say you get run through a gauntlet. We gotta write up a business plan. Yeah, we do. Okay, we do money up front. Oh yeah, no refunds. No refunds. <laughs> no one to claim a refund. <laughs> okay, so yeah. Uh, all right, so he's he's Puma Man, and then and then the the mysterious unibrow Aztec just disappears. Like he turns around, he's like, "What? You just threw me out of a window, and you tell me I'm Puma Man?" And he turns around, and you're gone. Yeah, and the commentators say, "I sure hope we don't see this guy go into heat at some point." <laughs> But that's but then you do and you it's do. so oh, awful. That's the thing is is uh, the scientist guy's such a skis. He's a super skis. Oh, he's just gross. He's, he's kind of like he is kind of that like beta male nice guy to the max. Like even once he's Puma Man, you know, like in a lot of these movies, like what or shows or whatever, like once these white guys have kind of like found their true selves, and you know they can like they can get the girl and they can like get the promotion and everything works out for them. But this guy, he just main, like maintains this just skeezy. Oh, Weedy, nasty, like, ugh, yeah. like he's all slimy and wearing khakis. It's bad news. Because <laughs> Blondie shows up, mm-hmm. uh, and she's she's all fabulously dressed, and uh, she's there to consult with him, and uh, he gets super creepy right away. Yeah. He, like, starts hitting on her and stuff, like, just really inappropriately, like, just, like, really brazenly, too. Yeah. Um, so he t- uh, she, she says, you know, come come over to my place. Come to the Dutch embassy. My, my, my dad is the ambassador. So it's some sort of party, but it's really a plot to draw him in. Also, and, the Dutch embassy. Yeah, I, I don't know where that came from. No, no. I guess they were and, just like, let's pick an embassy from people that are also white. I guess I don't know. So that we can just like film it in another of these like nondescript English homes. Yeah, it was really weird. It's and very I, weird. I, I wasn't even sure yet. I thought they were in the states. Yeah, she, I did too. She, she had American She's, accent. He has an American accent. Yeah. She has an American accent. The Aztec has basically an Italian accent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I don't know. So, so completely unclear. We didn't know where they even were yet, but, yeah. but I rest assured they're in England. Um, so Unibrow is, is lurking as she walks by, uh, so he's aware of the plot. Um, and then, I love this, so she gets into her phone, her phone, into her car, and she's got like an actual phone, like with a cord yeah. and everything, and she's like, I did it! You know, <laughs> but, but all of these, all, all the henchmen have like these phones in their car, like full on, like, you know, the old like rotary dial, like, like, must take them forever to call their boss. Yeah. From their car though. Yeah. Pretty sick 1980s technology. Huge, huge. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then, okay. So we, we flashed to the evil guy Lair, um, and Pleasance is talking through the mask at a plastic head of the ambassador. This is when we notice that there's more than one plastic head. So yes, plastic heads or, or ceramic or whatever it's made out of, um, heads materialize after he's taken control of you and your head ends up on his shelves. Yeah. Like super creepy. Like, yeah, extremely creepy. Kind of like, you know, the Futurama thing. Yeah, you know, with the heads in that's the jars. exactly what I thought of. But I, yeah. and, and I was wondering if the heads were animated, but they're not. They seem to be just like proxies for the control. Yeah, yeah, um, kind of like voodoo dolls God. or something. Because I, I mean, ugh, they were all distorted. They weren't done. Yeah, they were. Well. Yeah, they were. Yeah, kind of melty sometimes. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So everything is ready. Uh, we can't have any strangers interfering. You know, kind of like exposition on this like evil plot because they've they've kind of started to suspect that Tony is the Puma Man. Um, and then you cut back to Tony, and you find out that he's infrared eyesight, basically because they put, like, a red film over the yeah, camera yeah, yeah. lens or something. This is another test. Unibrow is in the house, yeah. and he turns off all the lights, and he's lurking around, and uh, and Puma Man can see him. He has night vision. Yeah. Yeah. 
this Aztec guy does not have very good people skills. No. No. Like, very bad people skills. And no free prior informed consent being in- engaged here at all. This is, he's just, like, forcing this on everybody. Yeah. You know? Like, we'll get waivers. Like, we'll get you to get, we'll, we'll get your free prior informed consent before we have somebody throw you out a window. Yeah. Or, or like, you know, you know, engage in a and e yeah. at your house. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, to test if you have night vision. Uh, okay, so, <laughs> so yeah, Light goes back on, he's like, oh, you see in the dark, you fell like a cat, you are Puma Man, again, you know, yeah. uh, and he's like, your father protected my people, and, uh, and to prove it, he has a picture of Puma Man's family. Yeah, like a family, like one of those really posed family photos. Yeah, the like ones that taken, come in the frame. Yeah. Yeah. And they both, like, they both bought the same frame. Yeah. And then, yeah, and then Puma Man picks up the same picture on his desk and compares the two pictures. And he's like, wow, you have the same picture of my family that I have. And we were like, wow, I don't get it. That's amazing. <laughs> oh, yes. And now we learn his name. His name is Badinho, which is like a Portuguese was, name. I thought it was a V. It might Badinho. be Badinho. It might be. It sounded like Badinho. Maybe it was Badinho. Mm. It's hard. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, he is the high priest of the temple of the god who came from another world. Now, that's a mouthful. Also, like, a pretty sick title. Like, yeah. I would put that on a business card any day. I am oh my high God. priest. We oh, can put that cards. on our business that's cards. That's right. We can be the high priest of the temples of the gods who came from another world. Done. Done. Sounds great. Done. PhD from Temples of the Gods U. Ah, sweet. 100% real. Four sweet. years of hard work, okay? All right. Yeah. Uh, so, Vadimio, high priest, has this wicked belt that he thrusts towards Puma Man. <laughs> I came to give you this. Yeah. You will have all the powers he did. I will teach you how to use it. He says, put it on. And then the commentary, which you probably won't laugh at, but I thought it was funny. He's like, you say put it on. I say puti doon. Chelsea laughed so hard that she literally staggered over to the computer, hit pause, staggered back to her chair, and laughed for like 10 minutes. You say put like, it on. Who did I it? say puti doon. <laughs> Like, literally hooted. That is comedic gold. Well, I, and her husband just stared. Oh. <laughs> Go on without me. Go on without me. There's no way I'm doing that. <laughs> okay. Okay, you back. You back to this. All right. I can't look at the. Yeah, don't look. You look at the words. I, I, I'm gonna scribble out the words. Yeah, I can't do it. Don't look at. Oh god. <laughs> okay. Okay. We're safe. We're safe. Oh god. Where? Where even were we? Uh, oh yeah. So. <laughs> so then it just cuts. Uh, it cuts to the Dutch embassy, um, and Puma Man walks in. And he gets introduced to all of these old guy officials. Yeah, irrelevant people. Yeah, they're there for like five seconds. Uh, and then uh, Pleasance comes in. Uh, there's like a weird face-off between him and the Dutch ambassador. Yeah, they all... They're, they're, okay, this lasts for way too long. There's like this ominous music, and there's like staring, and, you know, Pleasance makes eye contact with the ambassador, mm-hmm. and Blondie and everything, and like, you know, all the other people just leave the room, and, and there's just like tension, you know, but mm. it's just really like poorly done. Yeah. 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 And Puma Man obviously has no idea what's going on, because he just has googly eyes for... No, no, he does, pain. because he clutches his head again. Oh yeah, he senses danger. But I then he immediately like just when starts... I sense danger. Yeah, but then he immediately just starts flirting really yeah, aggressively. Again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh god, he goes, I'm from the Neanderthal school, and sometimes my primitive, my primitive instincts pop up. That's nasty. Gross. Nasty. I've got mitten gross here. Ew, my primitive instincts pop up. Yeah. Like, so he senses danger, but, you know, like, his popped up instincts are taking overwhelming. Know, take yeah. And then, and then they're, like, in a room together, him and Blondie, and, and she's like, oh, oh, I get it. Dinosaurs went extinct because they forgot how to love each other. That was his line. That, that was, was literally line. his line. This makes me never, ever want to date a paleontologist. Right? Oh, my God. I used to want to because dinosaurs are cool. Yeah. But, like, if that's what you You need get, to have sex with me because dinosaurs went extinct because they didn't have enough sex with each other. What? <laughs> it's science, okay? <laughs> like, it's and, science, and I haven't gotten laid in 25 years. Oh, my gosh. So they start making out, and 
then these guys come in and start beating the crap out of him, and I yeah. don't even and know And then how disco music starts disco playing. Music. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a like, disco fight. Yeah, it was what I don't even. Yeah, and so then he like is like punching everybody a lot. Like he just punch, 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 yeah. punch, punch. Then he runs down the hall, climbs into a laundry chute. No, it's a dumbwaiter, man. What's a dumbwaiter? Oh, they're so cool. So it's like yeah, uh, they would be in the kitchens, right, of of rich people's houses. And it's, it's, it's basically an elevator that allows you to send food up or down oh, and, cool. the, and the dirty dishes to come down so that you never, the, the oh rich people God. never have to mingle with the staff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want one of those, but because I'm lazy. I know. They're kind of cool. Yeah. So it's a, it's a little elevator, you know, um, that can be either mechanically operated or, or like hand Bad. operated. Yeah. Sweet. Okay. So. Well, in that case, he doesn't climb into a laundry chute. He comes into a dumbwaiter. Yes. And then comes, wait, is it called a dumbwaiter? Because it's like. You get waited on, but you don't actually have to talk to poor people. Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, he comes up in the attic and busts out of the ceiling. Yeah. Just punches the roof out. Yeah. Punches it right out. And he's stuck on the roof. Yeah. And then Unibrow shows up, tosses him the belt. Put it on and jump. You're a puma man. (laughs) And the comment is, this is the world's most persistent belt salesman. (laughs) Yeah. And so then he puts it on and all of a sudden he has this costume. And he goes from, I guess, like, wearing essentially, like, a tuxedo with a ridiculously huge bow tie. Yeah. Uh, to, what what even is that? Well, it's, well khakis. Yeah, mostly. he's still got khakis, but he's got this, like, kind of nice, uh, like, poncho-looking thing. No, no, that's, that's like, kind of nope. when he's incognito. When he's, when he's Puma Man, he's got the big yeah, cape. Yeah, but, but it, it's the same thing. Do oh, just that? like yeah, it's so it's oh, reversible. It flips it back. Yeah, so it's flipped back. Reversible superhero yes. cape poncho? Are you kidding? It's all like Andean looking, like green and nondescript, oh, and then you flip it back, and it's sort of like this this orangish reddish like satin on the on the backside, so it becomes a cape. Wow, I know. I that's the only thing. Like I kind of actually want that. That's versatile poncho. as right. Wow. Yeah, yeah that that was kind of cool. Mm. So shout out to the costumers in this film because yeah. that was pretty sorry sweet. about the khakis, but yeah, yeah, that was cool. Uh, so then, yeah, now he's like officially Puma Man. He's yep. got the he's got the you know he's got clothes the and everything. Up. And then he jumps and he flies and he's soaring in the air to Sesame Street music. That's what it sounded like to me, man. Yeah, he's, he's just the music flying around. Like I think that whoever did the score for this movie. Hated this movie because they just. I think like, they probably just didn't even watch. The no, they movie. just like randomly picked samples because none of the music yeah. suited any of it. Like I think probably like somebody watched music. it and was like, fight scene, fight scene, chase scene, flying scene, love scene, and the person was just like, okay, disco, disco, ballad, disco. <laughs> yeah. like, it's so bad, it's, but it's really weird. Like really, really bad music. Yeah. yeah. And the comment, this guy's flying around for, like, way too long. Like, three solid minutes of just yeah. him flying really fakely against these backgrounds. And the comment is, I hate to be picky, but pumas aren't known for flying. Which, like, hello. Exactly. Like, that's like, his puma man power is flying? Yeah, like, Brave Star had, had the speed of a puma, right? So yeah. pumas are supposed to be fast, right? Pumas are cats. Cats don't fly. Cats literally do not fly. But the biggest, like, power this guy has is flying. He's flying all over the place. It's the one he uses the most often. Yeah, he's flying. But cats don't fly. Puma Man. Yeah. Like, what even? You could have easily made it, like, Hawkman or yeah, Eagle or like Man or... Condor Man if you needed to make it Aunt Dan enough. Yeah. Like, what? <sighs> anyway. Whatever. Uh, but it's okay, because he doesn't fly, his mind does. Yeah, I was really unclear on that. Yeah. Because he... Whatever. But this is the best comment in the whole thing, I think, and it's, thanks, Castaneda. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so satisfying. So oh, satisfying. Man. All right, so Unibrow thanks his alien god, mm-hmm. and now um, okay. So the bad guys are are tasked to kill Puma Man. They go to a construction site. Uh, he follows them there. He's flying around. The baddies are shooting at him. His eyes go green, which indicate he has night vision, which doesn't actually improve the um, the sight at all. Yeah, it's like a very well lit construction site. He yeah. does not need. You know, night vision. So Puma Man grabs one of the bad guys, drags him up into the sky to question him, threatens to drop him, then does drop him, catches him, drops him again, catches him, and it's all to this, like, really peppy music. <laughs> like, la da 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 like his theme music. And, uh, and, and so the guy, like, you know, crapping himself, because this hero keeps, like, 
dropping him. Uh, he's like, yeah, yeah, there's a mansion, but people go there and they don't remember anything, and I don't really know where it is. And Puma Man just, like, leaves this guy hanging from his jacket from some rebar, and obviously, like, the jacket's gonna rip and this guy's gonna plummet to his death. Puma like, Man does not care. He doesn't care. This guy could have had a heart condition, dropping him repeatedly like that, like, you know, and then grabbing him last second. Like, Puma Man's kind of a dick. Puma Man's a total dick. Like, yeah. he doesn't know anything at all about this situation, no. except that, like, he punched a bunch of dudes. <laughs> yeah. Who didn't want him making out with that blonde chick. Right. Like, what? Yeah, what, this, like, this elevated and escalated way too fast. Yeah, it's really weird. And there's no, you know, usually, usually when, uh, when it comes to, like, superhero, uh, movies and stuff, there's some sort of, uh, dialogue or, or, you know, like, conflict about what do I do as a, as a, as a good guy? Like, how do I, how do I, you know, how do I make sure that I'm a good guy, right? There, there needs to be, like, some sort of, he, he's got to have principles, right? Who man has no principles. The man does not give an F. No, and it's like, just, wow. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe that's, I don't even know. Yeah. Um. So, <laughs> we have no idea how he learns about this mask. So, that must have, we must have missed that or that got cut out. Or it just is literally never explained. Yeah. So all of a sudden, Puma Man knows about the mask that's mm-hmm. controlling people, and I, we must—they must have cut parts out because he fell in love with uh, with Blondie. Honestly, I think a movie of this caliber, he could have just done it that time that they hung out in the, his room oh, for God, five seconds. That's you know. So awful. Okay. So then they go to the warehouse, uh, which is Unibrow's refuge. Yeah, but it's like fully just—it's just a warehouse, like a st- storage facility. Yeah. Um. And, you know, he's going to teach Puma Man all about his new powers. And this, of course, obviously, any time mm-hmm. an indigenous person decides to teach you about your new powers, you special wonder kid, you have to go on some kind of... Vision quest. Journey, yep. vision quest. Got to get all spiritual. Voyage. Yeah. Whatever. You're going to trip out real yeah. hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you must take the great trip, says the Aztec. And then Puma Man just goes and walks through a wall. Yeah. He's and like, okay, and then just, like, heads head first through a wall. <laughs> walks through the wall. And doesn't, like, crash through it, but just, like, you know, materializes through it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then he's, like, he's, like, zooming around in the air, in the spiritual air. Because it's, yeah. like, he's... It's, he's, like, kind of pink, purple. Yeah. Something. And he's then... flying around London. And this is, yeah, this is when I realized that this was England. Like, this English, is how yeah. long that took me, because there's yes. this big, like, one of the big scenes is Buckingham Palace. It shows Buckingham Palace, and... The mask and the spaceship and back to Buckingham Palace and back to the spaceship and then, you know, back through the wall. And you're just like, wait, we're in England? I guess we're in England. <laughs> yeah. It's either that or, like, he was in America and then he, like, manifested in England. But no. Yeah. no. Oh, he's like, because that was, that was the thing when he came out of the wall that took me a while to realize. Yeah. He's like, I can only go to places that I've been before. So I was like, I wait, guess wait. he took a trip to England? Yeah. And I was like, well, that's kind of cool. But no, no, they're actually just in England. Yeah. So he's just tripping balls about the place he's in. Yeah. Um, so then bad guys show up to the warehouse, and there's a big fight, and he's leaping around with his his hands and, like, claws, like, you know, like, yeah. what a pussy cat like, man, you know? So he's like, I, I guess they're wanting to do, like, you know how big cats can, cats can like, leap really far and <laughs> yeah. stuff? Instead, he's just boing around, like, boing, <laughs> doing <little> boing, <laughs> boing, boing with these claws up, being like, ah! And, like, the comments are just like, grrr. Yeah. Grrr. And it's, it's like so, so perfect. It's so cheesy. Oh my god. Yes. Uh, but he he kicks major bad guy butt. Yeah. Because he finds that the Aztec they have Az- the Aztec in a net. They just that, like threw a net on him. Was that then or was that later? Yeah, that was then because he yeah. also rips the top off the car right, with his right. like Puma Man claws. Was that, did, but but he came did he come back from his like little trip out and he was caught or was it I don't know, whatever. Yeah, whatever. Anyway. It, it, it basically he like pings around, yeah. uh he's got like weird man claws. Uh he saves the Aztec, even though the Aztec is perfectly capable of taking care of yeah. himself. Yeah. Alright, so And then he pings into the lady's car. Yeah. He just like he just kind of appears in people's cars. Yeah. Really creepily. Yeah. Just appears. Yeah, because Pumas do that. Pumas just like, you know, I'm sitting there. I, I've finally got five minutes to myself. I'm in the bathroom. Doors locked. Fans on. You know, I got something to read. I'm ready to relax. And boom, freaking Puma in my bathtub. Yeah. Like, do you know what that does to you? Yeah. And then like the water spilling out because you had it filled to that like yeah. perfect level, and then yeah, you have yeah, like yeah. a 300 pound Puma in there. No, it's 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 awful, and they don't like water anyway. Yeah. So it's, so it's, it's like wet and mad. Off at you. You're mad, and you like you're freaked out, and you can't get to the door. So you're trying to open the window, but it's like a weird window where that that one where you like you think you open the lock, and you try the window, 
but the window, you just locked the window because it was actually unlocked. So you're like, damn, and you and you flip it again and you try to open it and, and you realize, no, it wasn't actually locked. You just didn't open it all the way. And, you know, and then your liver's gone. Because a puma ate it. That's right. Like, that happens way too often yeah, they in my shouldn't have. They should not have that kind of power. That's way too much power for yeah. one puma. I totally. Way too much power for one puma. And yeah. then, of course, Puma Man inherits that. And so yeah. then he pings into, like, this weird into this car with this girl that he's just been making out with and then yeah. she gets all these tensions to beat him up whatever uh and he asks about like where the hideout is and he actually calls it the hideout yeah yeah uh, but she's been conditioned not to tell so, i like, don't know i want to tell you help me free me yeah boring yeah so he pings into somebody's mini fire truck this this was just a scene that what oh, yeah it came out of nowhere because we'd never seen this guy before. Yeah. And they obviously knew each other. And we weren't even sure what this car was. Yeah, it was like a mini fire truck. It was a tiny little... It was, it was like a fire Volkswagen. Yeah, it was really cute. And he gets some sort of like locator machine thing. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's a position indicator. Whatever. And then and then he pings out... <laughs> no, he, you know, he, he steps out of the, the slowly rolling truck. Yeah. And then the guy it's crashes. like three miles an hour. Yeah. And then he, like, kind of, like, gets out of it and is running beside it. And then he's like, okay, bye, bud. And the guy's like, okay, bye, guy who just pinged in my car. And then it crashes into the side of a wall. And Dick Puma Man is like, ha, ha, ha. You know, like, ha, ha, see you later, man. That was And funny. the guy's, like, shaking his fist at him, like, Puma Man, damn you. Yeah. And Puma Man salutes him. Yeah. Like a total dick. Wow. <laughs> like, wow, Puma Man. Like, man. you are really not making your ancestors proud. Yeah, seriously, Puma Man. Like, what if your dad could see you right now? Right. Yeah. God, what if what if what the have you gods, done to the Aztec lately? Like literally nothing. Well, I mean they're in England. Yeah, <laughs> there's literally a grand total of one Aztec in England right now, and it's <laughs> yeah. the high priest. Yeah. <sighs> okay, so uh, they're back. At, we're back at uh, Batty's mansion. Mm-hmm. Um, Puma Man is walking around quietly. I don't know why I wrote that. Okay, so the deal is is that Batty's got uh, he, he's he's got all these like generals from different countries who are in his mansion at Downton Abbey, and they're they're trying to figure out where they're going to plan this world summit of, you know, world leaders. And so he, he uses his mask to convince them that they should get gather all the world leaders there on his private estate in Downton Abbey. Oh, oh man. Okay, I was really confused. I thought those were all the world nope, leaders. They were just the, they were just like Okay, because this, I was like, yeah. wait, this is never resolved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. all of these, you know, I thought these were all the world leaders that got put under this oh, mask okay. spell. And now we're just going to go wreak havoc or whatever it is nope. that they were just wanted. making the plans. Okay, just making the plans. That's okay, right. that's kind of a relief. Yep, I guess. Um, and yeah, so the comment there is time to plan the NATO picnic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so then Batty. Okay, so so Puma Man is in is in the house, and uh, Batty tries to use the mask on him, but uh, he he. Instead, he just busts through the wall to get away from him. Yeah. But it's too late because his head has materialized on the shelf. Yeah, which means that he now has zero Puma Man powers. Well, not quite. He's still, like, it's just that yeah. now he's, like, he can be acted upon. And then, yes. Yes. Your powers are worn out. Finished, says Pleasance. He talks way too much of this. Yeah, oh my god. Um... Like, there's no, like, cool technology or... It's just, like, Pleasance talking, like, this is what will happen. And then you will do this. And I am Donald Pleasance. Yes, and I will call you Puma Man. Puma Man. <laughs> Damn you, Puma Man. So he's flying, and he's fighting this control. Yeah. But he, and, and this goes on forever. And then like he, a really yeah. Bad. He's like and it's flipping so around in the air oh, on gosh. his suspension straps or whatever. So and it's Yeah, it's really terrible. Then he falls onto a windowsill. Yeah, because his powers are finally taken from him. Yeah. And so he falls, but he manages to cling to the edge of this windowsill. And Unibrow comes running. But, mm-hmm. like, forever. Mm-hmm. Like, all these stairs. Mm-hmm. And he's running and running. Wait, wait, wait. Don't and, fall yet. <laughs> yeah. So he, he, he saves him. Yeah. And the comment is, look, he's refenestrating. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So then later on, they're somewhere else, and uh, Puma Man is totally, like, DTing. He's, like, shaking and everything, trying to resist the call to come back to, to Pleasance. Yeah. And then uh, then the, the high priest has this chant. It's like, each man is a god. Each man is free. Like, whatever. Each man is a god. Each man is free. Each man is a god. Each man is free. Like, like shut up, man. Ugh. Where did this come from? I don't know. That it, it did. It came from nowhere. It's like this is this is 
This is apparently what passes for deep Indian wisdom. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, too, with the Aztecs, right? Who's more mysterious and deep Indian wise than the Aztecs? Right. Like, no one. Like, Métis, we got nothing. No. Nothing on that. No. I never say each man is a god, each man is free. But every Aztec born does. Yeah. Yeah. I say, like, each each man is sort of a guy, maybe. Each (laughs) man, you know, is free insofar as we exist under this hegemonic, you know, structure. (laughs) Right? Like, that's why I'm not an Aztec. So, anyway, uh, then Tony has the best line that he has in this whole movie where he says... Let me tell you my epitaph. He wasn't much in his life as either a man or a puma man. And now he is absolutely nothing. (laughs) Yeah, this is when he is told by Pleasance to kill himself. So then he, like, tries to throw himself out the window. But, of course, like, Unibrow catches him. Yeah, because he's huge, and Puma Man is tiny compared yeah, to him. Yeah, He's like, come here, my child, I'll yeah, protect he's like, you. Yeah, he's like, oh, it's okay. <laughs> but then, okay, and this is, this is so bizarre, and this also comes out of left field. Yeah. Um, did you know that Pumas, 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 could hibernate? Because I didn't, like, I didn't know that they hibernated like this, because apparently he has the power to uh, be dead for ten minutes. <laughs> ten minutes. Ten minutes. That's it. What? Where not nine minutes. Not eleven minutes. Ten minutes. Ten minutes. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Did you know that uh, both Pumas and Aztecs measure time in minutes? Yes. Yeah. Yes. So uh, he tells him he has him lie down, and he says you have the power to hold your breath, slow your heartbeat, and die for ten minutes. And mm-hmm. and, and this is all to like happy music. Like really, that's not really a power I want. That's kind of a sucky power. I mean, I feel like it could come in handy sometimes. Yeah, no. I don't want to, no. Just no. I like, I don't, I Maybe? don't know. Like, when, when you really want to, like, get out of It's, do you remember, do you remember or... The Giver? There's, yes, like, this one yes, scene yes. in The Giver where they're being, like, you know, tracked with, like, heat-seeking technology mm-hmm. and stuff like that once they've escaped and, like, they lower their body temperature yeah, and okay, stuff like fair that. Enough. You know? Like, yeah, yeah, fair I enough. I feel like, you know, if you're, you know, like a kind of like a wingnut militia sort of person, this is a power that you're going to want to have, right. right? Like, the feds come after you. You know, like, Obamacare is trying to get you. Or you're, like, a giant dinosaur. Yeah. Who or wants to <laughs> pretend that you escaped from the paddock, but you didn't. You're just there, and then they're going to freak out and think that you did escape, and then they're going to open up the gates, and you're going to get out. Yeah, and eat them also. Right. See, high heels. not an entirely useless power. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. I, I have been convinced I was wrong. Yeah, as long as as long as it takes ten minutes or less. Yes, ten yeah. minutes or less. Okay. But I mean it takes more than ten minutes in this movie. That's right. It takes forever. Forever. Uh yes. Yeah. So <laughs> there is this really bizarre scene where the bad guys show up and Puma Man is dead. He's laying there. But there's this one guy who's just like not sure he's really dead. And he and he asks, Can I shoot him? Uh, just to make sure, and the boss is like, no, we gotta, we gotta make it look like a tragic, you know, accident. So, he doesn't get to put a bullet in him, and so he keeps looking at him and checking his pulse and walking away to the car like they're gonna leave, and then coming back, and then walking away and coming back. And he also says, at one point, you couldn't find a corpse more dead than this. Yeah. But But then he keeps coming back. Yeah. And then... And, like, giving him mouth-to-mouth and, like, checking if he's breathing. Yeah. He's like, I'm not really sure he's dead. I'm pretty sure he's dead. I'm not sure he's dead. And then he watches a fly crawl around his face for, like, way too long. Oh, which was just... It's like, ooh, is he going to move? Is he going to move? It's going to touch his eye. It's going to, like, suck at the fluids of his eye. No, then see, but that's what you you're thinking as you're yeah, watching it. it because so it's, it's giving you the woolies. And it's, like, by his ear. It's going to, like, crawl in his yeah, ear. Yeah, in his ear. And, and he like, doesn't move. Ooh. And, like... You know, like, shout out to that actor, yeah, though. Yeah, that like, was probably the best piece of acting he he's did ever done. In his life. Yeah. Yeah. It was just, oh like, pretending to be dead while a fly crawled all over him. Yeah, it was gross. Who a man able to withstand the touch of a fly for nearly <laughs> ten seconds? Yes, <laughs> amazing. Yeah. So finally, uh, they they kind of realize that he is truly quote unquote dead, and they drive off. You know, just in time because mm-hmm. he's coming out of this deathlike trance. Uh, and he comes out of this trance to find the Aztec is strapping a TNT belt around his midsection. That's right, because the high priest is a religious fundamentalist, and he is. Put on a suicide garter. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, or a belt or a cummerbund, because it's not quite a vest. It's definitely a cummerbund. Yeah, it's a cummerbund. Yeah, TNT cummerbund. <laughs> what? <laughs> like, when we indigenous people, um, no, I don't even know where I'm going with this, because that was just so out of nowhere. Like, what? 
like the Aztec suicide. It's, well, it's, it's that thing, right? It's like it's you know it's the it's two sides of the same coin. On the one side, you have like weird, semi-useless mysticism, and then on the other side, you have the leap to extreme violence. violence. Always, always, especially with indigenous men, yes. right? Like if this was like an indigenous, like an old indigenous grandmother, you wouldn't see yourself. You wouldn't see her strapping TNT to no. herself. Nope. Right? But, like, as soon as it's, like, an indigenous dude, it's, like, straight to the violence. Yes. Like, we had this one... You had one chance, Puma Man, and you fucked it up. And now... now I'm going in to finish the job. Now I gotta put on my suicide vest. Yeah. So he knocks Puma Man out because Puma Man wants to stop him from going on this suicide mission. Um, and also because Puma Man is annoying as F. Yeah. And then Unibrow shows up to uh, Downson Abbey... With this, like, soft 70s music in the background, <laughs> and he's, like, burying dynamite. His khakis are whispering softly as he runs across the manicured lawn. <laughs> yeah. And, and the comments are like, the kids are really going to enjoy Easter this year. Yeah, <laughs> he's, like, burying TNT. <laughs> so terrible. So terrible. But, of course, like, the lights come on, and the henchmen are there surrounding him. Yeah. Gets caught. And he, and he says, tell Cobras, you know, Pleasants, I want to speak to him. Like, who's going to agree to that? <laughs> like, yeah, sure. Come on over, you're gonna blow me up. Yeah, these are like the worst bad guys ever. Like, if you need a mystical puma mask to get your job done for you, you're probably not that good at being evil. Yeah, yeah. So, Cobras is in his like very 70s dungeon. Like, this movie was made Mm. in 1980. The computers are decidedly 1970. Yeah, yeah, maybe even a little bit older, but yeah. Yeah, Yeah, really, really ridiculous. Um, So, then he like kind of flips his like view screen or whatever to uh, the Aztec. Uh, and then decides he's going to try to control him, so he gets behind the mask, and the Aztec uh, gets brought into this mansion, and he's resisting, and he's resisting, but, you know, it looks like it's too late, right, because he takes off his TNT cummerbund, so it's too late for him, but that was just a ploy. That's right, because he pulls out a stick of dynamite that was missed, he throws it through the control mirror and blows everything up, and the heads go flying, the the heads that are on the shelves. Yeah, and this this is the point where you're like, so... The Aztec is 100% more effective than Puma yeah. Man. Like, why is this guy not Why isn't Puma he Puma Man? Man? Yeah. Like, what kind of, like, why is some The gods American, messed up hardcore on this. Yeah, why is the alien gods, why is this American living in England Puma Man? I don't know. Whatever. Blood whatever. Gods. Whatever. This, so, the Aztec in, like, five minutes has done more useful stuff Way than more. Puma Man has in the past hour and 20 minutes. Yeah. Oh, my God. And the comment was, I, <laughs> I wish... I wish poaching protected species man would show up and take care of this guy. <laughs> Get rid of Puma Man. Me too. Yeah. Same. Totally. Oh my but here's oh here's my favorite part, I think, in the entire movie is uh, so as the Aztec throws a stick of dynamite, it explodes, and then a whole bunch of dudes kind of like jump on him and are like fighting him and he's fighting back and he's so big he's managing to fight him off, and then like twenty guys pile on top of him and the comment is Phrenologists! Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> Yeah. The antiquated science of telling things about you by probing your head. Yeah. Yeah. Native people just getting attacked by pseudoscience. Yeah. Always. Yeah. Always, though. Yes. Like, that was probably more incisive than intended. Yeah. From was, Mystery Science Theater right. 3000. That was pretty like, great. It was really good. So, uh, that guy escapes through a trapdoor. He gets away in a helicopter, but yep. Human Man flies. Now I'm talking like Pleasant's Puma Man. Puma, Puma Man. Man flies after him. And the helicopter crashes. And boom, he burns to death. Yeah. And you're like, thank God this movie's over. But it's not. No. no. First they have to go to a mini Stonehenge. A tiny little Stonehenge. So that's apparently it's like a Stonehenge. Right outside of London or wherever they <laughs> yeah. are? Yeah. Well, it's, 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 it's Britain. I'm sure there's Stonehenges like every couple of blocks. I mean, I guess. Right? Yeah. I've never seen a Stonehenge. Like, yeah. But maybe, is this a Stonehenge? Yeah, is is that a Stonehenge Probably. over there? They're just everywhere. Yeah. And apparently aliens put them all there. That's, that's well, what uh, the, high, the high priest tells See, us. See, that's convenient. Yes. Thanks, aliens. Yeah. So, Unibrow is praying at the mini Stonehenge. Evil has been defeated. Yes. Yes. And Blondie's back in her back black leather. Because she just realizes not? it's a good look. It's a great look. Yeah, with the high heels and stuff. Like, it's bold. It is. Especially with that very bright pink lipstick and, like, the frosted the frosted eye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, good. Yeah. Like, it works for it's her. It's working. It's working. Yeah. And the big, shiny space ball ship shows up and takes the mask away. For uh, some reason. Yeah. I guess it's, it's going back to its temple in the Andes Mountains. Yeah. Yes. And 
Puma Man asks the High Priest, are you one of them? I.e. one of the aliens. And all enigmatic as we all are, he doesn't quite answer. He's just like, when you have a son, bring him to the plateau. I will teach him. Yeah. You know? So long, brother. Yeah. Yeah. Goodbye, brother. And then the movie, for some reason, ends with uh, this woman and Puma Man... Flying in the air. And making out in midair. Yes, they And he makes some weird joke about how they're going to have sex in midair. Because that's how little Puma Mans are made. That's right. It ends even more skeevily than it began. Than it began. Also, just like, come on, talk about like needing to sign a waiver. Yeah. Right? Talk about harm reduction. Wow. Wow. Safer sex? This isn't safer sex. Like, these aren't eagles. Like, this guy's all mixed up with his animals. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, I think my feelings on this movie can be summed up with this quote from the people who are commenting. You know, I have almost no respect for pumas now. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I don't know. This it didn't have a lot of indigenous content other than the word Aztec. Yeah, other than the guy who was like slightly more tan than everybody else yeah. and I guess more violent. I, yeah. Yeah, if you're extra violent with a tan, you might be a native guy, <laughs> according to this movie. Apparently. Yeah. God. So I was thinking we could break this out of Aztec Suicide Cumberbunds. You know what? Why not? Yeah. You know yeah. what? At this point, why not? Why not? So one Aztec Suicide Cumberbund, uh, this this movie just like blows. Five Aztec Suicide Cumberbunds. It's, it's great. Wait, can we clear this up though? Because... This is kind of a unique situation that we're currently in. Getting yeah. real meta, real inception. Right. Are we right. rating the movie? Or are we rating Mystery Science Mystery Theater? Science Theater? You're right. You know what? I, okay, so because I, otherwise we're going to break math again. We're yeah. rating Mystery Science Theater 3000. Okay. Okay, that changes everything. That changes everything. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I need to go, I need to go into a Puma Man trance. All right. I need to go look at the Buckingham Palace for a while so I can get my wits about me. Okay, you do that. Mm -hmm. Okay, so, rating Mystery Science Theater 3000, I have to give this a 4.5 Aztec Suicide Cumberbunds because they took what is the steamingest, crappiest, boringest B-movie that I've seen in quite some time. I won't say it's the worst because we've seen some pretty bad stuff here. But they took a really bad movie and I laughed so hard. I laughed so hard. It was like, it was beautiful. Their commentary was incisive. Um, just, it, it was like, it just came so fast. It was hilarious. Like I couldn't even, like I, if I could, I just would have written down everything that they said and that's all we would have talked about. Cause it was funny. It was great. They were like, they were like ad-libbing, um, you know, little jingles to the, to the theme music. Da, 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 that was just so funny. And I find this, I find this show hilarious. Like every time I've watched it, I've just cracked up. Um, so yeah, 4.5 4. Aztec Suicide Cumberbunds for the meta aspect of this. I, I'm not even going to try to rate the, the actual movie Puma Man. Yeah. It's just not worth it. Yeah, totally. Um, so yeah, I've, I've been thinking about it. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to actually give it a 3.5. I'm going to go a little bit lower than you. Um, and I'm actually like, you know, we rated Dune last week mm -hmm. and give it perfect scores only because it's Dune. Uh, so I'm, I'm hesitant to just continue on the trend of giving things okay. very high ratings just because we love them. Well, also, I haven't been drinking wine for quite some time, so I might be feeling a bit more expensive than usual. Yeah. Anyway. And, you know, and, you know, there's nothing wrong with being generous there we with go. this. Um, so I guess the things that I loved about uh, Mystery Science Theater 3000 uh, was, I agree, they were hilarious. Really, really funny. I'm totally going to watch more episodes. Yes. Absolutely. And I would ab definitely recommend more episodes. Yeah. One of the things that really impressed me was they didn't get super racist yeah. in their commentary. Yeah, yeah. I kept waiting for it. I kept waiting for it. It was an hour and a half of me just being like, all right, when's it coming? When are they going to make that joke? Like, they missed this opportunity to do this crappy thing that I know they could do. But they, they didn't really go there. There were a couple of, like, iffy moments. Yeah, like, there was a bit of ableism. Yeah, but yeah, there was some ableism. There was some, like, anti-black racism at one point. But, like, Generally, for a show about indigenous people, particularly indigenous men portrayed as violent as this guy was, yeah, yeah, they didn't go there. They didn't go there, but they also, I mean, they 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 didn't go there, but they didn't have their commentary wasn't uh, very like they didn't deconstruct any of the stereotypes either. No, indigenous men. But no, that's true. That's fine. That's I don't know. Maybe well, exactly. And like maybe that's the show. So I guess like I, the reason I rated it a little bit lower is because you know while the commentary. I thought was really good. They didn't, you know, they didn't yeah. kind of like take it to that next level. Yeah. But also like, 
you know, like the show itself was terrible. Like I'm trying, yeah. I'm trying to like meld the two. Like if yeah. this was Puma Man in oh, and of Puma itself, Man. like oh. God, like it, it blows my mind that there are so many movies out there that have been made that are like Puma Man. That are just like unadulterated pieces well, of crap. The, like, the the thing that really killed me about Puma Man is like, even if you're just looking at Puma Man, yeah, like the 1980 movie Puma Man, it's still better than some of the stuff that we've seen that was made in like 2008. That's sad. it's a sad yeah. state of affairs yeah. when Puma Man oh. is better than some of the stuff that we watched. Yeah, that that wonderfalls. Yeah, I'm still wonderfalls. Jeez. So yeah, so 3.5. Uh, the last kind of reason that I'm giving it a slightly lower grade is because. All of those like in between parts. Yeah, they they weren't necessary. We were just skipping funny. them by the end. It was weird that they weren't it was so funny. boring. Yeah, I was, was like, I want the whole mystery science theater yeah. experience. I want to yeah. know what everybody's talking about. So I want the whole experience. By the end, I was like, no, no. skip it, skip it. Just I'm watch them it. when they're making the comments. That's yeah. it. That's all. That's all that's worth. Yeah. So three point five Aztec suicide combo button. So all right, still very high. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty high. All right. Well, <laughs> wow. Let's let's wrap it up because. You know, just over an hour. That's pretty good. That's pretty good for us. Yeah, yeah. yeah we rolled through that real fast. Okay. Clank, clank. So, thank you very much for joining us here on Matey in Space. 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 Space.